You know, you know. And I know, and they know, they know. And we know, we go all in. You know, and I know, and they know, they know. Cause we know, we go all in. What up, what up, what up? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, K. with DC. And I am here with my guy who apparently had some seat cushion issues tonight. <laughs> Streams, what up, man? What it do, what baby? Up? What up? What up, K. Dizzle? Welcome man. back, man. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to you, bro. Happy Sunday to you. Happy Sunday to the fam. We are here, we are live, and we are direct. We miss y'all, man. Yeah, let me put this on. Let me share this everywhere. Plus, everywhere. Share this everywhere. What's going on, man? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. I hope everybody's doing good. Who's up in the building already? Let's see. Let's see. We getting there. Oh, I got to put this on so we know who's who. Who's yeah. what, man? This is episode 34. Things. We got we got a we got a three-prong situation going on tonight. We got a lot to talk about. I know we missed y'all. Uh, we, I missed y'all too. And as my man Hef gets busy and I roll up, you ready? Are you are we doing this live? Baby? Yeah, man, let's do it, man. I'm trying to it. find something, you know. I'm running a little bit late, man. Get myself <laughs> together. But uh, oh my, oh my niece Presente. is present. Oh, oh, oh. hey, what's up? What's up? Shout out to Fallon. <laughs> Shout out to your your um. Uh, put your link in the chat, babe. Your breastie is in the building. Go check her out, her links. I'm going to put her links up right now since you're in the building and you want to be live. Hey, look. Hey, look. We're going to talk about a lot. Kids, crypto, and caretaker. And you know I got a lot of information to share. And I got a surprise for you. If you hang out a little bit, I got a little story to tell. I keep trying to want to put it on screen, but I don't want to put it on screen yet until we get into the middle of it, man. But I hope y'all have a great week. I hope um, your family's good. Everything's good, man. Um Shout out to the underdogs. I had a good weekend. I got some sleep and some work done. Um, yep, your breasties right there. Let me put let me click this joint in here. Look, we all about black business. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't understand what the deal is. If you got business, you got things going on, you got work coming, you colors just miss a week like it's nothing. <laughs> I love you too. Look, hey Ron, things happen, life comes at you fast. You just got to be ready and be willing and be able to do it. But let me let me put it up Seven right now. Seven whole days. Not a word from you. Not Sing a it. word. Sing from... it, boo. Oh. Shout out to Fallon Smalls, a.k.a. your breasty, breastfeeding advocate, blogger, inspiring, IBCLC, helping families meet their breastfeeding goals. Okay. I might need to look at that link. Huh? Look at that link, man. I know. You're growing them. Oh. Yeah. Man, I hate spiders. But look. Coming down here and look at the look at this. Look at that little baby right there. Oh. You ain't got no boobies on your page, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to deep look? Great information, good information about you know the best way to breastfeed and also um great mothering tips. She's awesome. She's awesome. I ain't even gonna lie. Where can they find you? Put all your links up. I'm gonna put all your stuff up. I'm gonna play. We got we got something to um Support you and do everything. We're gonna do it. Four one zero beard is in the house. What up, four one zero? What's going on? What happened to your Redskins, man? What up, four one zero? What'd you say? 
We'll talk. I said, I said, four one zero have to his Redskins, man. We we'll talk. We we'll talk about it later. Come on, hey, hey, half. Come on, lead us in to where we going. What so? Going. You know, one piece. Um, we're gonna have a lot of fun things to talk about today on the show. We're gonna talk about some sports, like we always do, some gossip, some hip hop, some entertainment. Uh, we're gonna jump into some crypto. We're gonna talk about how money is moving around us. In the universe, and if you're not with it, you better get with it or be broke. Because <laughs> I'm what? the instruction manual. I've been doing some research. I might be late to the party, but we'll talk about that. And then, last but not least, we're going to talk about how you discipline your children. Nene's in the building. Nene's <laughs> in the building. What's up, babe? Um, you know, obviously, it's a sensitive topic. You know, when we talk about uh, discipline and, and and you know how you deal with kids nowadays, and it's great that you started off the show, Kermit, with the uh, video or the information about breastfeeding, because in today's society, you know, are we still going as hard as we used to? We're going to talk about that. So to start the show off, um, you know, <laughs> I, I'm i going to rant and say this. Go ahead. How many of you guys, when you watch a clip or a meme or something viral online, have an opinion about it? Or do you just watch it and you just kind of keep going on about your day? Keep it real. Wait a minute. I mean, I'm going to just ask you, Kay. Wait a minute. Give me an example. What you talking about? Come so on. You're, on, you're on Facebook, you're on Instagram, and you're scrolling down your story. Mm-hmm. And it can be anything. Right. But do you see any any picture or any message? And can it affect you in any way? Yes, because I am a uh, serial memer. On social media, <laughs> I if anybody has ever seen or is friends with me on any page on anything outside of Instagram, I kind of slowed up on Instagram, but anything else, I am a serial memer and I do stuff on a shock and awe standpoint, not on a shock and awe, like political or anything like that, but just just to make you laugh. The things that I find funny may not be funny to everybody, but most people is funny. So, um, yeah, they make you feel a certain way and they're supposed to. They're supposed to. Um, so. So, I, yeah. asked that, I asked that question, bro, because it's like, you know, obviously Facebook and Instagram and everything is huge. Everybody jumps in and out throughout the day, throughout your work day. And can it be dangerous? Like, can you log in and can you see something that might change your mood for where you are? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a good comment there. I usually have several opinions, laugh out loud. Whether or not I voice them depends on the person who posted it. Ha, that's yes. Good. Yes, because here's what you have. I have a a cavalcade of different types of friends, and some man, you know how vocabulary the, today is flexing. Oh, cavalcade. bro, bro, let me let me flex, let me flex. So, what um have you know? <laughs> you let me go back and forth. <laughs> the but look, you, I have um a bunch of friends with a bunch of different opinions and a bunch of, bunch of different stances on certain things and topics, and you have to you have to know when and when not to say stuff so that you don't. Because some of this stuff triggers and be like, that dude's an idiot. That, or, or I can't believe you said that. But you have to allow people the space to say what they need to say and not use, not go out there and just blast everybody. Hey, bro, the, agree with it. The reason yeah. why I brought it up, though. Go ahead. Okay, the reason why I brought it up is because I'm the person now, because I've never really been on social media, but I'll go down the timeline and I make the sideways face like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. It's an escape. It's not reality. You know, we tend to put things up, but 
sometimes I can see a picture of something and like and like 410 said, we go back and forth with the IG clips, but it's just it's just truly entertainment. Like, you know, to see what people post and to see like the characteristics, you kind of know like, oh, okay, they're doing that again. And I'm not saying any names. Uh... <laughs> but again, that's just my that's just my short rant. So I just wanted to see, you know, if anybody else kind of goes down the timeline and Think some things are a little funny in their day, because I definitely. <laughs> well, dang, you gonna go straight into your short, your short rant? Yeah, I was totally I just... unaware. I was a mist. I'm trying yeah. to use, let me go. I'm gonna use Google to deflect some of my vocabulary in a minute. But no, my short rant is really quick cavalcade. Cavalcade. You like that one? Don't ask me to spell it right now. But, um, family and friends, if you haven't talked to them, talk to them now. Yes. Find the time. If they pop up in your brain, there's a reason, there's a purpose that you need to reach out to them and see how they're doing. Doesn't matter. It could be a two-minute, five-minute, or 30-second conversation. It could be just a text. Um, uh, I see shit, uh, but never feel the need to say anything. You, you start, you say stuff when it really, you feel it. You know, if it's funny, post it. Absolutely. But, you know, <laughs> so, no simply shit. If it's funny, yeah, I'm going to post funny, it. I'm going to post it. I don't, I don't care. I can see his face now. <laughs> but, you know, Take the time to do what you need to do. Um, that. But go ahead, Kay. You were saying yeah, yeah. Straight, That's I, I told you mine's going to be short and sweet because mm-hmm. it's about relationships. Um, and also, too, everybody doesn't deserve your energy. Please, mm-hmm. please, please recognize who does and who doesn't. Uh, so make sure yeah. you make time for family and friends and everybody doesn't deserve your energy. That's real simple, easy. That's my rant. You got to be careful and be mindful of that because all the everything in this world can be replaced except for time. Time is a finite resource, uh, and and use it wisely with people you love. That's all I got. That's all I got on that rant there. So we hold on because this um uh the, the posting thing is hilarious. I ain't even gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. I I'm not gonna go in there because I want to go to the next thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It is funny. It is <laughs> And uh, and speaking of uh you know babies and and taking care of your families and time um. If you know me, you know my baby girl is going to be coming, Lord willing, around January 11th. So the time. Oh, sound like a January 14th, baby. Let me just oh, put oh. that on you. 301 Text me, talk to me about Baby Nova that's coming if you want. But uh, definitely excited about the addition to the family. Our new baby girl addition to the all dressed up fam. We and make girls show- over here. Shout out to the girl dad himself, the phenomenal one, Kate Dizzle. Um, so, oh, look at the chat. Look, look girl, look, family. girl dad. Hey, girl dad apparel coming soon. Don't worry, I got a lot of stuff going on. We got a lot going on. Yeah. So, um, but well, yeah, happy man. birthday to your mom on that day, Erica. That's that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Congrats, congrats, my man. About to, my man about to be a dad. So, um, you know, other than that, we always we always jump into uh, sports. So obviously, let's just go ahead and jump into the NFL. I'm losing interest early, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's if that's just me being a hater as usual. No, that's because we suck right now, bro. If you're losing, you lose interest. It's it's ugly, man. Like everybody's (laughs) not the same this year. I mean, you got really like six or seven teams that's running. And one of those teams are the Cowboys, so obviously, you know, I'm not thrilled about that. That doesn't help. But, but today, I mean, the lineup was lack of days of cool. The Ravens took an ass whooping. How about that? We're the Ravens fans. To Joe Burrow. To Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. 
Now, look, look, here's the thing. We we always say, like, Bengals are a bad team. Bengals have not always been a bad team. They've been a half-and-half half team, almost yeah. making, almost not make it. But they've put the pieces together, and to put it on the Ravens like that just shows that they they ready for the next level, plain and simple. The and funny thing about it is, whooping. bro, one of my boys had posted that he had came up on a ticket just tailgating down by the stadium, uh-huh. and he was excited. He posted up, and if he's in the chat, man, I love you, no disrespect. <laughs> he's in the stadium up in the beginning of the game, how great his tickets were. And I saw his post in the story like around like seven o'clock. So I saw he was like, <laughs> this is crazy. And nothing after that. <laughs> so you know, like there was no highlights. Obviously, I got Lamar Jackson on my fantasy team. He's mm-hmm. not been uh what I need, but I'm just uh I'm skating along, man. I'm skating along. Yeah. But other than that, the Eagles lost. Tom Brady won again. Tom Brady won again. And Aaron Rodgers torched the Washington football team. Yes, he did. And uh, Arizona won again, seven and zero. Strong, 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 strong. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on them to win the Super Bowl, man. What you think? I don't know. I don't know. Last time Arizona, they played Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I can't do it. They're not, they're not. Don't like the Ravens. <laughs> oh, I have an echo oh, on my mic. I'm being told. Oh, you got an echo on your mic? Okay, we'll turn that. It's, it may come from my side. Go ahead and say something. See if it's better. Testing. Hello. Testies. One, Trayvon Diggs. Oh, you just like Trayvon Diggs. He Let me know how play. I sound, guys. Uh, I, I, I took a lot of time today to um, rearrange my studio, and I have some new additions in this room. You can't see it because the man spent $75,000 in that room. All right, man. All right. All right. Next topic now let's go to your sleepers this is something new we're doing sleeper songs that you either may or and may not have heard of that you need to listen to and, and it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be a brand new song it could be a song that you probably know that your people aren't really you know playing in their rotation that really goes hard yeah for sure for shizzle for shizzle all right well, you're gonna pull we're gonna pull yours first man all right, we're going to start doing a little preface. So this is my song that I stumbled on that I like to play after a 12-hour day of hard work. Wait, wait a minute, man. We doing prefaces on the song? Hey, I like man. to listen to I, this I love... one while I'm enjoying a uh, good mimosa uh, in my comfy socks. Yeah. Nah, bro, we ain't doing Got a song no. you want to hear? I'm not doing Everybody. that. You can do it. I'm not doing it. Well, this is uh this is Healy Unwind. This is definitely the song me, that puts me in a chill mood. So check it out. Let me let me pull let me pull that out. There we go. You said play the hook. situation right there bro you, man that's a whole mood situation your feet up and chill out and you know put your pinky in the air like y'all know i like to do 
<laughs> what you got, right. man? I got one, man. I got an old school joint. It's super old. It's super old. It's by the Avila Brothers, man. I, you know, I like good chill music. Uh, every now and again, I like some party stuff, but most of the chill stuff. It's by the Avila Brothers. It's called "I Want You," and let me let me play this joint now. And I want you. Doing my DJ thing, fading that shit out with YouTube Live. Look at that shit. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> Let them know. There's a link so, for that too. The Villa Brothers, I want you in Healy. Unwind. Those are the sleeper tracks for this week. We thank you. Thank you for taking two seconds and listening to those. You got the links right there if you need them. Do I like think? the idea for one though. I like that. Can we get an all dressed up playlist on Apple Music? I like that. What? They gotta pay us. What? We'll put it on Spotify. The now podcast. Arizona said he played that once his socks was off. He got to be on the <laughs> But the the song the song comes on once the socks come off. I feel you, Arizona. <laughs> I like that though, man. Because you know we always talk about different you know different songs that everybody's not on or didn't always catch. So I like this feature of the show. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a good thing we add in there. But so. Where are we gonna go first? Where are we gonna go first? We want to well, do. Let's go. Let's finish up sports now. Oh man, let's finish up sports now because we got some of the fellas and the ladies too, um, Katie, that I was talking to you about because mm-hmm. I'm a big NBA guy. Everybody knows I love LeBron, right? <laughs> Thank you, Arizona. Uh, everybody knows I'm a big supporter of LeBron James, even though I do think Michael Jordan's the best basketball player of all time. Um, but one list that came out uh, years ago was the NBA Top 50. Uh, they just rounded out a Top 75. It's the 75th uh, anniversary, I guess, of this celebration. So they've added 25 players to the list. And let's just talk about the list is crazy, man. Oh, my God. And just like any list, it's always up for it's always up for debate. A non-announced I, I, debate. I don't know about this. Do we have any? Do we have any NBA or any basketball fans watching tonight that has any idea about this list? I know it's not that serious. Like, obviously, these guys are still going to have their careers and, and and all their success. But just like any list, man, who wasn't on the list? Who got snubbed? Man, you know who got snubbed? Penny Hardaway got snubbed. One of the one of the people that got snubbed was Penny. One of the people, of the many people that got snubbed. Hey, Melinda. What's up, Melinda? Yeah. So, so some I of mean, the players that got put on there last minute were like Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. Um, you've got LeBron. You've got Kawhi Leonard. You've got Anthony Davis. You've got Carmelo. You've got Greek Freak. Clay was um, heated. Clay, Clay, I don't care about Here what Clay go. was feeling. Yeah, I don't I care don't. about what he's feeling. Uh, you know, Russbrook barely, uh, Westbrook barely making. I don't, he almost got disqualified because of his apparel. <laughs> oh, 
Derrick Rose. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, Dwight Howard. Howard definitely got snubbed. Jeez. Jeez. And that's the thing, man. Like, when you have a list, somebody's going to get left off, right? It's not the infinite list. It's only a 75. So let's talk about Kyrie. You know, Kyrie Irving hasn't gotten the vaccine. He can't play right now because he hasn't gotten the vaccine. He got got, uh, uh, vaccine disqualified. Is that what yeah, you're I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to to throw shade on the NBA like that, but I mean, no Kyrie, but you know, we obviously, like I said, some people were getting left off. Just wanted to throw it out there, see what you guys thought. If your favorite player made it good for them, um, I mean, but I'm feeling bad about my man Dwight Howard, like four one zero six. Clay Thompson, I wouldn't put Clay over Reggie Miller. No, I was talking about everybody. Paul Pierce was definitely on the list. Yeah. Um, Paul Pierce is an animal rush dressed like he Michael from Good Times. That is hilarious. <laughs> that dude is a hot mess, bro. Oh my god. Was there a real protest outside? Was there, stop playing, man. Stop playing. You know, mm-hmm. I think um honorable mention, you know, even even Chauncey Billups. Did Grant Hill make it? Did we say that? No, Grant, Grant Hill, didn't, Hill make didn't make it. Man, that's crazy, man. So, so these always Dame, left to be desired. Damian Lillard made the list. Uh, yeah, yeah, Damian Lillard, um, over Chauncey Billups at least, or even Grant Hill. I, I don't, unbelievable. I don't know. I don't know. So don't yeah, know. man. So that's that's just something that oh Vince Carter didn't make the list. Vince Carter, T Mac, T Mac didn't make the list. Tall. All right. I want. But hey, you know. Yeah, I'm gonna get upset. I'm gonna get upset. But and besides yeah, the list, though, before we uh before we end up end up end off with sports, let's talk about um the crazy shit that went down in L.A. Man, the Lakers starting off 0-2. It's actually rather entertaining because I got faith in LeBron. I don't know, I know they're gonna turn it around, but to see Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis getting into it on the sideline was crazy. Uh, to see Russell Westbrook playing like a crackhead was crazy. <laughs> You got a lot. You got a lot of characters on that team. And first and foremost, you do not fight a dude with a unibrow. Okay, he's got a lot of pent up anger and frustration, all set up in his spirit. You don't fight a dude with a unibrow, man. You just don't do it. You you don't want to get it. You don't want none of that. But yeah, but Dwight Howard's got that like that Bob going on the purple little. He got that. He got that Paul Pierce going. <laughs> he got that Paul Pierce. Dwight Howard is a different character too, man. Yeah, you know, I just, uh, yeah, they. It's a you got a lot of a lot of Madonnas on that team. Yeah, is that, that's do. the best way to put it. A lot of Madonnas, a lot of Aretha Franklins. You got you got you got all of it, all of it on that team. That's what you're gonna get when you put it together. You got a lot, a lot of old folks who feel like they cemented their careers and they don't have to uh, necessarily. Uh, submit to a certain role. They're going. They're going to go in there and do what they do, and um, and that's that's the hard part about that. And that's what they. That's what they in for. A lot of yeah, a lot of a sassafras. Lot of a lot of sassafras over there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, a lot but of you that. You know, the funny thing is with the Lakers trading uh, for Russell Westbrook, a lot of the the Wizards got a lot of those players they sent over for him, and they're two and up. Yes, so I'm not it. I'm not jumping back on the Wizards bandwagon, but I gotta give them respect. They jumped out there two and no. Uh I'm still rocking with LeBron, but again, stick with us, guys. Join in. Uh, you know, give us some information tonight about something that I'm just learning about. 
tonight we're getting ready to shift gears and talk about something that's been really, uh, I say popular. If you're into investing, if you're into, you know, saving money or finding ways to get richer, I'm sure you probably heard of cryptocurrency. Crypto, crypto, crypto. I'll put one in the chat if you have money in cryptocurrency. Two if you don't. One in the chat if you got money in cryptocurrency. Two if you don't. Okay. Please, please, if please. You got a lot of that shit. Huh? If you got a lot. Because <laughs> I'm gonna call you at the end of the podcast. I got quite. A, I got quite a bit of cash in crypto, man. Look, one thing that I know that uh, even. Even if you have no idea on what it is and it's coming and it's been it's been around for a while, get involved. Get involved. Do something. Buy something. Get involved. Uh, do your own do your own research. Go to NerdWallet. Go to Investopedia. Do something. Shout out to April. I know you ain't got no crypto. Thanks for sharing. What's but up, April? Make sure you go and get some information. Okay. Investopedia. I'm gonna share this right now. So that you know, look, I was, I remember in 2017 sitting with it. I'm going to say a name, uh, sitting with a name, because I told him back then to go ahead and buy some. I don't know if he did or didn't. He probably did. Why um, you ain't tell me back in 2017? 2017? Where were you? 2017. You probably, that was probably right after we stopped talking and you wanted to fight me over some egg rolls. <laughs> we're getting that story later on. But, <laughs> but, um, I remember sitting there watching, you know, investing in some crypto cryptocurrency and watching Bitcoin when it was at 15,000 and it was going on a tear and everybody was like, will it hit 20? Will it hit 20? Do you guys understand right now that's at 67,000, 67,000 right now? Yeah. I remember when crypto was 2001, people were talking about Bitcoin. It was bootleg graphics. and It was like 0.00001%. So if even if you don't know, Find some information, get involved. This is Investopedia.com. It tells you what it is. A digital virtual currency that is secured by cryptography, which makes it nearly impossible to counterfeit a double spin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, they're decentralized networks. And basically what that means, it's not government or federally, federally regulated just yet. So they don't have a binding interest in, in the fluctuation of it. And they don't have the control over it like they have of, the, of regular currency. Look at that. Crypto. Look, she look, she put that in there. Get your get your referral on. Get your referral on. But look, find your information. Go out there, invest on, invest in it. Um, I'll tell you, probably um not not everybody's gonna get the same type of responses or same type of returns. But when I first started, I put in maybe two hundred dollars, you know, two hundred dollars. Uh, at the most, which is like four years ago, and that two hundred dollars uh, now is somewhere around like two thousand dollars, and I just let it sit, and I find, and I go in, I find other ones, and I invest in them. Even though me personally, I don't still know a lot about them. Mm-hmm. I, I go out and I read, and I and I find more information. I invest in it, and then I let it, I let it sit and wait and watch it, watch it move in shape. Fed's gonna find a way to get in, like <laughs> crypto and weed for sure. But I mean. This is a new market that is available and accessible to to anybody. Um, If you know some good wallets that you can use, go out and use them. We're not getting paid for any advertisement. I use Coinbase. Um, There's a there's a bunch of different ones out there. 
Um, I did say Agro's mom. I asked you something about that. We'll talk about that later, probably another show. Um, but go in there, find that information, and um, and put. Look, you can go out and literally buy a bunch of coins for like ten dollars. Hey, before and, you and continue, do you know who invested in Coinbase back in? I yes, think Yes, and he hit. He he put some bars in it in in one of uh, what's the name songs? Oh, yeah. um, what's your name? DJ Khaled song, cryptocurrency Scarface. His name is Nas. Nasir. Yeah. Um, and that made him a, he was already multi-millionaire. That made him a multi-multi-millionaire. I think he made like 90, 90 million off the deal yeah. and uh, and still has ownership in it. So um, even if so you the, don't. So to see these type of, real quick, to see these type of, uh, you know, famous celebrities and, and successful people still constantly invest and do things to triple and quadruple their worth makes you think. Like it makes me think, right? Like, you can't get complacent. Obviously, you're here for your families and your generations beyond you. Obviously, you want to take care of yourself. But mm-hmm. I have to take you know, my own advice and your advice, too, because I don't like to spend money into places or things that I don't feel like I have control over. Mm-hmm. And because I haven't taken my, my personal time to learn about crypto, I've been hesitant. But I had a conversation today with somebody who was putting me on some information. And when you think about it, she made some really good points. She said, you know, people from way back in the history of man, we've always bartered. You know, we've always traded. Um, there's always been currency. Mm-hmm. There's always a form of currency. And what happened with the pandemic is, is that it kind of sped up the growth, I would say, from those years you were talking about crypto just starting off to, you know, kind of what it is now because you don't have to touch cash. Yep. You know, it's a digital, it's a digital pocketbook, like you said, and it's a blockchain currency. And one of the other things that I learned today, and get this, guys, you the stock, the stock market's great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna sit here and try to say like all of a sudden now let's not invest into stocks, but the stock market does close. Crypto is 24-7. 247. So why not so why not take a risk on an investment? Because honestly, at the end of the day. We should talk to each other about it, and it doesn't discriminate any age, any race, any type of person that wants to make some money. Let's let's do the research and get into it. So, what else? Uh, what else you got about it, Kay? That's it, man. Look, like I said, uh, we waste money on so much shit every day. Shanae says it, <laughs> right? You know, why not risk on an investment? You spend twenty dollars a day in lunch. Don't lie to me. Twenty dollars at a minimum, probably more if you're a little fancyful. You know what I'm saying? Twenty dollars buy you, you gotta pay the fee. Twenty dollars will buy you a few coins and whatever. You know what I'm saying? And look at it a week later. Look at it a week later, and if it nets you three dollars, that's better than that one day's worth of lunch. You sell it and make three dollars. You get twenty three dollars back. It's a it's a different type of you know stock market. So uh, she and the evil go up. Oh, see, watching this go to the moon. Let me tell you something, bro. Let me <laughs> let me tell you something. That thing is like point zero 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 three nine two or three nine two four something like that, and started listening, started getting into it, and and bought a bunch of it. What's up, Mister Cole, aka Master King? But look, once it moves, it moves. I probably I'm sharing some personal stuff, and it's not going to be the same for everybody. I promise you, it's a it's a risk like anything else. I think I spent about. Sixty dollars, seventy dollars of of Shiba Inu. I bought a couple of weeks ago, and now it's worth a hundred and thirty dollars. Okay, it is 
it see up like two hundred dollars in less than two weeks. I'm t- and it's and it's it, oh it's oh you didn't tell me that. <laughs> You didn't put me down a sheep in you. It's not like that for everybody. Look, but but it's the type of investment that you that you get into and you hold and you see where it goes. Same way with Bitcoin. Bitcoin retired a lot of people, retired a boatload of people. If it hits a penny by December, my lord. So so it's just it's one of those things that you you take the time. You can get into it within a matter of 10 minutes get involved and buy some coin and just sit on it, just sit on it and then come back to it later. But if you don't, we want to make sure that we use our platform to give as much knowledge and information as possible, that it's good for you, that'll help you uh, look into different avenues and different things that you didn't look at before. So crypto is one of the things, if if you're just on the sidelines, you need to, you need to just be dumb enough to go in and spend 20 or 30 bucks on, on, on something. If you see that Shiba Inu is the one that's getting the most garnered, just go some buy some of that, literally. Um, and I'll share the price of what it is right now, um, right now, so you have an idea. Uh, well, I'm definitely jumping on one of those uh, referral links. And, and Shanae, you got to spend that 25 with me, Shanae. I want that 25 because <laughs> I didn't get any Shiba Inu information. So, so right now, I'm sharing this right now. It's point zero 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 three four, which means um, that's three fourths to a dollar. Okay, so you know, ten dollars will buy you probably like six hundred thousand coins. Wow! Just just so you get an idea, ten you know, ten or fifteen dollars might buy you six hundred thousand Shiba Inu coins. So as the as the value goes up, um, you know. The, the cost of the coin goes up, your money increases in value. It's just like stocks. It's, it's not uh, it's not rocket surgery. It's numbers. It's all numbers. And it's something that you can get into as, you know, as, for very little and not know a lot and just just do what it do. But, yeah, crypto, crypto, right, so crypto, learn. At the end of the podcast, everybody go on. It's still open. Download your Coinbase. Tell them all dressed up podcast sent you and get you twenty. We need a referral code. <laughs> we need a referral code. Slow down. We need a referral code. But I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about not not just thinking about, but honestly, I want to learn more. Um, you know, different avenues of financial growth is very important. Um, it's you know we laugh and we joke about it a lot and we show off with each other online every day about how much we're spurging and spending. But let's pick each other up and talk about how much we're actually growing and saving too. So there you go. I think it's an excellent point. Uh, shout out to UK Dozer for the information. And I definitely learned a lot doing some research. I'm looking forward to getting into it a little bit more as well. Do your research. Just be dumb, just be dumb enough to blow some money on something that could that could make you a boatload later enough, later on in the day. Even if you don't know. And it doesn't cost you a lot. Like I said, twenty it costs you one lunch, twenty dollars. We blow twenty dollars at you know, on lunch. Twenty, twenty five dollars, thirty dollars on lunch. But that scratch off money in the Sheba in you. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So, all right, all right. So that's we didn't hit the crypto. Let's talk about kids. We about to go down this rabbit hole. First, mm. first of all, before before we go there, I'm going to preface both conversations because I the reason why um, I brought this up because there's two sides of it how how to raise kids in this day and age, and also the other part caretakers is um, how 
to take care of parents when they get older. You know what I'm saying? There's, are there's, you doing? Are you? Are we doing just taking care of? Or are we doing disciplining kids too? We're doing discipline, kids. <laughs> we're, doing, we're we're doing discipline and raising, discipline and raising, uh, kids. So let's 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 get on to that. This would be a good conversation for you to learn and assess because one of the things that we know, only thing that we know, is from what we came up and how we grew up. Okay, um, and where's if my niece is still in here? Um, I'm going to make sure she better text me in and talk about how she rears her kids. But I'm going to take, I'm, I'm pretty confident in what's going to happen with this little poll we're going to take. Um, yep. See favorite conversation to have now. Um, I'm pretty confident in where this conversation is going to go. But, um, if you are in this room, in the chat right now, if you were, um, disciplined, if you have gotten your ass whoops, so okay. No, I'm just there you go. Yeah, no. If you gotten your ass whooped, if you've been disciplined by your parents when you grew up, type. What should I type? What would we type? Zero. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all you had after I had ass whooping. You type hurt. Like type hurt. <laughs> hurt one two three in the chat. Type hurt one two three. If you've been got your ass whooped growing up. Um, you know, growing up in the chat. Uh, if not, type. Actually, <laughs> put a fist. That's a good one. If if not, type no. If your parents did not uh, discipline you physically, type no. In well, the you chat. started off, man. Talk about how you know briefly how you were raised in discipline, and then how Do you, that okay, okay. You. So I'm glad you're still here, Fallon, because I'm going to bring out a present. So I grew up with um, four sisters, two older, two younger. And um, we had a um, everybody in everybody in our house got you know physically disciplined, but we were for some reason we were a little special because my dad introduced something um, uh, that you knew what time it was when it happened. Yes, I do still have it. Okay, now in my house when I grew up, we had what was called the board of education. All right. Dun-dun-dun-dun. hurt. Now, this here is called <laughs> the Board of Education. Okay. This is what I grew up with in my house. Now you see there, everybody signed it. You know, there's you know, um, everybody signed it on multiple occasions. Um, anybody in here ever been in a fraternity? So my father was in the Omega Sapphire. Okay. You got four ass whippings when you're a child? That ain't enough. Um <laughs> So, no. basically, if you got in trouble enough, the Board of Education came out and would pledge your ass. Now, my, like I said, my father's a mega sci-fi, or I rest his soul. If you have been in a pledge, you've seen one of these boards before, okay? Um, this was used to discipline us. Uh, and uh, like I said, if you saw this come out the house or come wherever in, in a parent's hand, this is what it is. Now, they weren't, um, I can say, as a kid, you always think it was it was crazy, like they were going off the handle. But they, looking back at it now, they weren't never, uh, <laughs> they weren't oh. never crazy with it. Um, I ain't never, look, look, at talk about bend over, cuff you. What? That's they didn't tell us shit. to cuff it. If you got caught, if they got caught, they caught. Mm. Um yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it educates you, but I mean, there are sick there are signatures and everything else on this thing, man. Um, it's it's um, it's funny uh, that 
that seeing this because we found this, we thought it was lost. There's 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 times on timestamps on here. It's from eighty two <laughs> to ninety six. I'm dead ass. Dead ass. Oh, um, man. Fallon is a grandchild that never felt the pain of the boy, but she knew about it. Everybody knew about it uh, growing up, and it was it was serious. That's what they do in fraternities. You're 100 percent correct. But one of, one of the things that it does that it did do is you knew when you took it too far and you understood you understood the consequences of your actions. Now, there are so many people. Uh, let me put this up that frown upon physical discipline mm-hmm. um, nowadays because, um, as always, there's always the possibility of taking it too far for one and two um, people don't know when to use it or when not to use it because you have the time old adage of people saying kids raising kids and in that nature. So yeah, it's me. I frown. (laughs) And just just so everybody knows, we're not talking about child abuse. You know, we're not taking that route. We're just talking about like, like kid doesn't say how are you disciplining your kids? And, and in today's society, you've got, I think two opposite ends of the spectrum. You still got the traditional parents and then you've got the, I would say the newer and younger parents who give their children, I would say a lot more freedom than we probably had growing up. So obviously abuse is abuse. Um, you know, we're, we're joking and we're laughing, but you know, a lot of kids still get disciplined in different ways. So a lot of people still get disciplined in different ways. Now, um, if have, have, have you, can you say you used to get ass whoopings, right? Mm-hmm. Did it help or did it hurt? You know, well, it hurt, but did it help or did it hurt? The biggest thing with um, with me, I was raised by my grandmother, so I didn't have a male figure that would ever like put his hands on me or, or spank me per se. So I don't, I don't really, I can't relate to that. But I can remember my grandmother hollering, "Don't make me get the pancake turner." And <laughs> the pancake turner was a spatula, and that shit hurt. So I just knew that I didn't want to get my ass whooped. And in hindsight, it was a little bit of fear, mm-hmm. and it comes down to, I don't want to say, you know, scaring your kids, but you got to know that there is a line that if you cross it, there are going to be some repercussions that are going to go beyond just talking, right? you know, and, and not to go too far in a conversation, but if, if you're running around out here now and you don't have that, 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 that conscious of, you know, if I, if I don't chill, if I don't chill out, I'm going to get my ass whooped, then it could be a bad thing. So, mm-hmm. like, to answer your question, you know, I definitely, uh, I had that fear. And not like I was scared of my mom or my grandmother or my family, but I knew that if I did something to, you know, disrespect her or disrespect the family, that I could get my ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't ever have to go get the switch or the belt or any of those old things. I know a lot of people have different stories. You had the Board of Education. Um, but I know a lot of people in the chat, they've had their their different things they've gotten. But um it's funny that before I go back to you, I was listening to this Kendrick Lamar song and it was on the damn album and it's called Fear, right? Mm-hmm. And when he goes into the song, if you ever uh, get a chance to listen to it, the whole like song is him basically talking about how fear was instilled in him as a child mm-hmm. by his mom. You know what I'm saying? In the house. Like if you, if you don't, if you touch this soda, I'm going to beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? Or if you go right. outside before I get home, I'm going to beat your ass. And a lot of kids where I grew up around, we kind of had that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, 
Um, let me reach now. I feel like parents take that shit too far. I've seen a situation where parents are just miserable in their own lives, so they take it out on whooping the kids' ass. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. That is a, that is very violent when people don't know how to deal with life. Um, it's 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 abuse. You know, when you take out the emotions, the things on other people, whether it be physical or whether it be mental, um, it's abused. Uh, and so you just have to be right. mindful of that. Uh, discipline is obsolete for super rebellious kids. Again, as what Ron says, um, that's a hard thing. Uh, mama got the belt. Um, and it's it's one of those things where um, never hit a child when you're angry. That's tough because kids will point. anger you to the point of no return. <laughs> but you you have to be sensible um now it, 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 see this is what i'm talking about don't you ask write paragraphs in here and not text or call in i get the audio <laughs> i think when i tell people i employ gentle parenting <clears throat> techniques automatically assume i'm permissive parent i let my children do anything that's hella untrue i have boundaries and consequences but my ultimate goal with my kids are here you go um um that's just one of those things where you just got to be mindful of. You don't have to, like, here's what I do know, okay? It is not required. It's not required um, to discipline a child with physical, with uh, doing that as, as physical-wise. So you have to be mindful of what you're doing and when you're doing it. Well, let me uh, ask you all this question. Makes sense. Let me ask you this question, Kevin, Go ahead. in the chat as well. At what point do you make the decision of all right i'm gonna start you know physically disciplining my child mm -hmm. like does that come down to something that just happens naturally or do you like make a decision like okay i'm gonna sit down and because erica just made a good point in the chat like every child doesn't need the same form of discipline so again piggybacking off of her when do you make that decision erica at what form of discipline do they need do you do you learn the form of discipline over trying different forms of discipline or, like, what do you think? He said, "I knew my mother, I knew my mother could throw hands, so I didn't even want to test her." <laughs> Look, three zero one eight five seven one seven five seven. Join the chat. I will send you the link. Bring in. You can come in audio or video. But this is an important conversation to have. It is. A hell of an important conversation to have because you gotta, you gotta remember. There's so many different ways. Um, but answer that though, okay? Do you think people just start spanking their kids all break because that's what happened to them, or do they like work out an agreement with their child? Because you know me, I haven't raised a child yet. No, nope. so, it's a um, perfect perfect example is my niece if she bring her ass in here. Perfect example is <laughs> um, is is that um, some people do the want to do the exact opposite of okay. others. And kids, kids are. Um, Kids are humans with personalities and perspectives, and you and they'll try to, you, and they'll take it as far as they can too. From what I've seen, they will tr they, they will try you. They will take it as far as some will, some won't. You have some rebellious kids, and you have some some not so rebellious kids. Um, but you have to know your child, and you have to know what works for them and what doesn't work for them. Visit, um, you know, butt whoopings ain't going ain't going to do it. For for uh, um, women's ain't gonna do it. Ass women's ain't gonna do it for all kids. That so could what just about turn that? Okay. So when that? you say that, right? So then, what do you do? And then, and then, how do you know that it's not gonna work? And at what point do you learn? Look, a butt whooping's not solving the problem here. 
Um, you got a text, Fallon. Yeah, it's a reaction. Um, it's you got to know you. You trying to tell me if how do I know if it's not going to work? Yeah, at what point? Like we're talking about, like everybody in the chat's got some good points. You making mm -hmm. great points. So Arizona says it depends on the kids. There's some real live hell raisers out there. I don't want my child to be a hell raiser. So mm. how do I get to the point of stopping that from becoming into fruition? And do I just like spank my child early or do I just learn all of a sudden that, you know what, spanking them doesn't work? Like kind of elaborate. You've raised four children. Yeah. So you have to you have to know your child. You have to know what works and what doesn't work. They are humans like anybody else. You got to know what motivates them to do certain things or what motivates them to not do th do certain things. And um, by knowing those motivations, you are able to better tailor what you how you need to get what you need out of them and also to help them help them be stronger, help them be stronger and realize that, hey, I shouldn't have to do this to make you do this. You should you should try to work and work through some of this stuff on your own. Um, so. Parenting, parenting is tricky. No one has the key or or the the special sauce to do it. Set Let your boundaries. You You're right. What happens, or what do you think led up to those kids that you see throwing fits in the store? Like we used to always say, "Oh shit, I wouldn't have did that." Um, throwing fits in the store. Those kids, you think those kids didn't get spankings? No, them kids ain't get their ass beat. Because okay. we already know you walk up in that store, <laughs> you, you embarrass me. You yeah. embarrass me. You finna get embarrassed. Yeah. I don't care what cameras out there. You finna get embarrassed. And here she is, audio included. Fallon, are you unmuted? Oh, there she is. Let me put you in the middle. Back in it. Oh, okay. What up? I, did you mute yourself? I can't hear you. Hello. Where did she go? There she is. But I can't hear you. Fallon, are you muted? Unmute yourself, sis. I can't hear you. So Fallon's trying to get unmuted and join us on the three-way, but Arizona says ain't no daddy home. <laughs> ain't no daddy home. Look, they said sometimes you just need to talk to your kid the same way that uh we can't always control our emotions as adults kids go through the same thing um uh, ain't no daddy home that ain't got nothing to do with it it's respect um it's respect and um home training so i know so i know some moms that whoop serious ass it's a lot of moms that whoop serious ass uh and like i said it's not necessary and you in um not everything works for everybody, and it's not a requirement. Uh, it is not a requirement. Hey, hey, Fallon, um, disconnect and then come back in and see if I can get you, um, see if it works that way. It's not a requirement. We're not saying to, to say that, hey, you should. Um, it should be a resort for you because it doesn't have to be a resort for you. It doesn't have to be an option for you. More so than anything, it uh, it is an absolute last resort. Um that you that you should even go to go to that to that manner. Uh, I think, like I said, the, what gets us in trouble is when we go to it too fast, or or we use it, we use it, overuse it, overextend it, and that's when it becomes abuse. But um, see, that's so that's so deep because Erica says again, there's no one right way because it depends on the child. Depends on the child. 
You, you know? know, so you definitely have to get your parent skills <laughs> up because you just can't be out here handing our ass up to see kids if it's not if it's not gonna you know be productive. I don't think <laughs> I don't think you're whooping ass because you want to spank your child. I think you want to get positive results. You and I think well, you want them to learn a lesson per se on not crossing that line and putting themselves and you in that in that situation again. But at the same time. You know, and here's a fine line because I've got some children and I know the chat's popping right now, but stick with me. I've got some kids in my close family that, you know, are two, three years old and they're very energetic. Two, three, four right. years old, five years old. They're very energetic. And I've seen their parents have a hard time slowing them down. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I'm just talking off the basic just energy, you know, kids flying around, grabbing everything, touching the iPad for two seconds, bouncing up at it, you know. Right. At some point, a kid's going to be a kid. Yeah. And, and maybe I'm taking it, like you said, the younger parents raising their kids, but like, I get disrespect and I get like kids being bad or like Arizona said, hell raising. But I also see a lot of like younger children getting spanked or getting popped, quote unquote, or getting tapped because they're too hyper. So what do you guys think about that? Well, in, kids 2020, get, in 2021, let's be honest. In 2021, look, some like, ah, there it is. There it is. Some stuff is normal kid stuff, but the parents have to have patience. Have to have patience. Um, so now we got a gray area. Well, there's, there's, parenting is a gray area, 100%. Because there's no right or wrong answers. The wrong answer is physical abuse that is unwarranted and unnecessary. Mental abuse that is unwarranted and unnecessary. Um, trying to raise a kid in the right way is the most rewarding and most frustrating job at the same time. Because you never know if what you're trying to accomplish is going to is 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 working. You only know it until they get older and you see the results. Truthfully, and, damn, and that's just how it works. That's how it works. You, you don't know if it worked until it's over. It is all about planting seeds um, of of trying to teach children how to be good humans, and also be self sustaining, also be um, uh, also have awareness, discernment, and be disciplined, and have a uh, have some type of goal or drive that they want to achieve. And the only thing you can do is try to foster those things along the way and just keep planting seeds. And you don't see them until you until they matriculate and grow. A lot of the things that my mom did as I was growing and as I was growing, um, I didn't see until I got older. I didn't understand. I didn't realize until I got older. Uh, and so and that's that's the biggest thing about it. You take it's, it's just like, um, you know, when we had that conversation about growing up and. You know, we both talked about how we didn't, you know, for we we didn't have um, we didn't have a father figure, per se, a standing father figure in our lives. We took the good and bad from everybody that we ran into um, and, and kind of made about made up of who we were as we grow up. That's what that's how we grow as humans. That's what we do, whether that whether that whether that parent there is not, whether the parents a grandparent, whether the parents are aunt, a great aunt or an uncle or a family friend. We learn what we learn. And um, and those things, usually the, the things that we did early on in life that we learned usually pop up later and help guide us to do the right things later on. Let me see if you're for audio working right now. 
Mike, say so. Two one two. Family. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, I can hear you. Get you a car. Now. You get a car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so and look, I'm you know I'm blowing my knees up and supporting because uh, I want to bring her on mainly because she doesn't spank her kids. She don't spank her kids, and I you know sometimes I want to spank them, but she don't spank them. So. Um, she has now, a, now. Is that because she chose not to, or is that because they're so well behaved she doesn't have to? It's a choice. I, I personally made that choice. Um, I grew up in in a corporal punishment environment, um, and I will say some of the spankings were warranted. Some I felt were were not, but um, I just I I can't wrap my head around physically harming my children to get them to comply to what I deem necessary in that moment. I think there are other ways and other techniques, and that's what I employ. So, Fallon, with that being said, because I think that's very profound that you say it that way, when you see other parents that may behave differently and possibly spank their children, does that yield a judgment upon you that they might not have their parental skills intact, or is that just a fair decision that they've made? No, absolutely not. I mean, everybody does what they feel works for them and we all it's not like when we're parenting we operate from a blank slate we only know what we grew up with so my my way of parenting actually stems from what my parents did when raising me and what I saw growing up and I just wrap you know turned it into something that worked for me I don't think there should be any judgment. I mean, people are going to think what they want to think, but just like you guys mentioned the kid crying in the store, I look at that differently than what you mentioned. It Like you may say they're misbehaving, but for me, a child is crying because there's a need not being met in that moment. And my job with my children is to figure out what that need is and how to best communicate that need to help them communicate that need to me. Because they don't have the same words that we do to explain my feelings are hurt or I'm I'm sad about this. Like we have to help them get those words. Okay. And what about the child? Really quick, Kim, with the one last question to Fallon, because I really appreciate you, Fallon. It's a great perspective. What about the child who you can visibly see is being, let's say they're a little older, let's say they're about 10 or 11, and they're being disrespectful verbally to their parent in public. Or what if, like, your child got older and they became much more disrespectful or harder to control? Would you employ physical, you know, activity at that point? Like, if it just got worse? I mean, I only, my I can only operate off of who my children are. And I think the, the child that would probably challenge me the most in that <laughs> moment would be the, the second one. <laughs> Um, what? But it's all about what we view as disrespect. So for me, my children are absolutely able to tell me how they feel, or they say, "Mommy, I don't like that," or "I'm, I don't want to watch that." Like I'm, they're absolutely okay to do do that. For me, disrespect would be putting your hands on somebody or doing that. And and for me, I have to separate myself if I'm if they're if I'm angry, I can't parent or discipline in that sense so I will be like I need a break I need to take a minute let me let me process this and then we come back and we talk about it or we do this thing called time in where before I even address what happened before I even address what I felt was disrespectful 
I connect with my child with something that they they like to do because I'm I'm building that trust with them. And so I'm connecting with them. And then once we've connected and I feel like they're in a better headspace, I go, hey, you know, you ain't really have to throw that toy like that. Like, you know, that was crazy. Don't do that. We don't throw in this house. Here's what you can do when you're upset. You can stump your feet. You can yell out loud if that makes you feel better. We can't put our hands on somebody. We can't throw a toy at a wall. But you can do, you know, I, I redirect it into something that they are able to do to express their feelings. Now, let, let me say this, too, because and I'm going to put a disclaimer out there right now, uh, because my niece, how, does, how old is your oldest child? Mason will, he's eight. He'll be nine in January. Okay, he'll be nine in January. Shout out to January, baby. You know I know that. But look, it it the, this is this is like I said, how you do and what you do is phenomenal right now. Will it work when they hit the teenage years is yet to be seen because the, the teenage years is when the disrespect comes. The t- the teenage years is when the moderation of things change and they escalate and they alter. Um and so that's one of the things that, like I said, I love the approach that is being taken right now. I have a, I have a, um, I have some teenagers in my house and I've taken great strains to, to um, be a certain way and do a certain things. But some of them, some of them, when they're in that teenage years, you remember who you were when you were a teenager. Yes or no? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Half, you remember who you were when you were a teenager. And that's why I asked for question. <laughs> but you know and what? Older, the same can does, be said for thinking. We don't know what we don't know what that moment is going to do for that child right. at that, you Very know, when true. they get older. We don't know right. the effects. Like if you actually look at the research on corporal punishment, kids who and this is this is research, you can look it up. Kids who come from a home with corporal punishment grow up to have more anxiety, grow up to have uh, not know how to communicate or yeah. talk to people. They grow more up to be either accept abusive relationships or become abusive in relationships. Kids who grow up in those tight disciplines. So everything is the test. We don't know. Yeah. I don't know if gentle parenting is my kids won't grow up like, no, I hated that shit. I'm going to change it. You know, I don't know. What right, right. Do. I just know it makes me feel better when I'm doing things this way. And all I can do is hope that it will, you know, right. shape and mold them into right. to, to pe- better people. Keep rolling with it because physical discipline is a breakdown of communication. It, you know, anytime an altercation comes about, Fighting is a breakdown of communication. Unless it's boxing or it's mixed martial arts, it is always and forever will be a breakdown of communication. Um, so you you have to be mindful of, of just keep doing what you're doing and keep practicing it. I, like I said, I watch it. I think it's great. You have more patience. I have a lot of patience. Um, you have more patience than, than, than most. Like I said, and Ron said it perfectly, raising kids is really a crapshoot. The only thing you can do, like I said, is just continue to plant the right seeds uh, and try to make sure that you're doing the right things in the right frame of mind. As parents, we go through a lot of emotions throughout throughout our lifespan and um, and parenting, you know, has no break, has no time off and gives gives no leisure to to think you you just have to do uh, and. And being able to manage and juggle those and show that face and do the right things with your kid. Like I said, 
is is something that you just learn on the fly. It's nothing that anybody can ever teach you. It's nothing. No book is going to explain it enough for you to be ready for every situation. Um, you just have to do the best that you can and understand that whatever you're doing, why you're doing, um, just make sure that you're trying to do the best that you can uh, along with it. I love you. Uh, and thank you for coming on and showing your perspective. And I wish I had your mama on because your mama crazy too. She's been on here a lot of time. <laughs> showing her aspect. You know, we, you know, we did a like on Mother's Day. We actually yeah, I know. I know. sat I down and, and talked about <laughs> our our childhood growing up and being spanked and and what this led to us. And she actually yeah. told me like she appreciated the way I parent. Like she, like you are way more patient. Than yeah. I have ever seen in my Your mama life. Hood. Your mama hood is hell. Hood is hell. I love her. I think I think Denver needed more spankings, so. Um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it another day. I love you, Fallon. Talk to you, babe. Thanks for coming. Congratulations, in. Fallon, for dodging the board of education. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, good thing you dodged that. But thank you very much for joining the show. We appreciate you. <laughs> we, we retired in '96. Before she... <laughs> good thing. No, right scary. <laughs> but you know, I think I think at the end of the day. I take in conclusion from everybody in the chat and Fallon's perspective in UK is like, we hope, we all hope that our kids are reasonable. Yeah. And I think we all hope that we can get them to reason as early as possible. And when you, when you tend to not be able to reason with another human being, that's when other things come into play, such as violence, right? Right. No matter what it is, when, when two people can, can no longer reason, that's when you have to implement other, other methods. So, you really want your kids to be able to communicate early. And I think just talking to them and I'm no parent, obviously I don't have the the answers, but I just think in my opinion that you just want to hope to be able to communicate with your children effectively um, at the earliest age possible. Mm -hmm. And well, let me say, let me say this, let me say this to you. Um, parenthood starts when you realize um, that you're going to have a baby. Mm. Not even before they're here, it starts right when you know that child is coming. And the reason why I say that is because once you understand and realize that you're about to bring a life into this world, your thoughts, your ideas, uh, your movements change and alter to make sure that you, you try to prepare as best as you can for, for that person that you're bringing to the world. So your parenting starts right now. Your preparation starts right now. And it never stops. It never stops. Uh, so... So um, you, like you said, you move, you move hella differently. Do the best you can. It is trial and error. Nobody's perfect. And do not, I repeat, do not blame your parents for what they did or they didn't give you. Just take what you got and get better and move on, move within the world like you know you're supposed to. Uh, so. Uh, one thing we didn't get to go to tonight is the caretaking part because I really wanted to talk about how um how some parents uh some parents saddle their kids um saddle their kids when they get older uh due to lack of preparation. I know so many uh I speak from personal standpoint, but so many parents um so many people that are taking care of their parents now that um uh that may be a burden. Uh you know, do you do you or do you not make sure that you prepare yourself so that your kids don't have to take care of you when you get older? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, absolutely. And that's that's a huge conversation 
that we really need to talk about. We, we may talk about that. We may pull into that um, next week. Next week. Uh, so, um, so I t- look. I told my mom it's one of me. So take care of yourself, and I'll step in when you can. Right. You see, my ideals is look. I do not want my kids to have to take care of us. Okay. I tell them all the time, put me in a home, put me somewhere and I'll make sure I got the money to pay for it. And don't come out of your pocket. Plain and simple. Cause I don't want to infringe upon your life and what you're doing in your movements to your, with your family. You know, I, I got you. Yeah. If you got to, you know, you're one, you're one person is, you know, one parent. That's how things, but we as parents, have to make sure that we start moving differently. We set them up for success. We do everything that we can to to raise them right, to plant those seeds, right? To go forth and be great in this world. We don't want to pull them back and have to take care of us after we've done all this to do that, right? We don't want to do that. Like I said, having a plan for the future. Big part is not having finance order. We don't have the right now in our minds. We don't plan for the future. We got to talk about that, family. We got to talk about that because that's big. That's big. And we got to start planning now. So baby boomer generation parents is wowing. They don't cook breakfast like the old grand. They want McDonald's breakfast. Have your affairs in order. Order. So, you know, both ends of the spectrum. Do the best I mean, you can. We all we all, become a burden. We all know that we all know the answers in a perfect world of how to raise kids, right? Everybody knows, but their challenges each and every day. You know, I watch good parents around me try and do the best that they can. And, um, you know, I just think that we should just keep learning from each other. And I think the biggest thing that I took from you guys is like you all said, every child is different. And, um, you know, patience is, uh, what do they say? Patience is a virtue. Mm. So be patient with your kids <laughs> and love them every day. And uh, other than that, that's all I got, man. That's all I got too, man. It's a phenomenal episode. We're gonna put that in repeat. Nice. You know where you can find us. Um YouTube, uh, Spotify. We're everywhere. And their kids are like looking in the mirror. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Whatever you thought, you know, whatever you thought that you were bad on, you know, how bad you were, your kids, your child will challenge you to that next level. They will challenge you to that next level. I promise you that. <laughs> challenge you to that next level. So, look, I got one more thing to share um, before we got, out, go out on got? a high note, huh? I said, what you got? What do I have? Um, I have this because, you know, I agree with the caption. You know, they will challenge every part of you. But this, enough is enough, man. <laughs> enough is enough man look just say rusty man look at your boy man what the hell is this man just let Russ be great he rocking old school converses and it looks like he's got like uh some 4x <laughs> 4x pajama pants on that bama got a sweater he got a he got he got an armless crocheted sweater on bro get the fuck <laughs> That's Brody right there, man. Russell Westbrook, top seventy-five. All top time. seventy-five, my yeah, my ass, yeah. Oh, Fallon, the fingers gloves. Only the all dressed up podcast do we talk about the NBA, NFL, spanking or not spanking your kids. 
and then in the episode with some crochet sweaters and crochet and sweaters, pajamas. bro. Arm, arm, sleeveless crochet sweaters, bro. Sleeveless crochet. Your sweaters. boy four one zero was sending me IG messages throughout the podcast. <laughs> Shout out to four one zero beard. Shout out to Erica McCoy. This is a great episode. Shout I out to everybody that slid through, man. Uh, slid through. We love y'all. We will see you guys next week for episode thirty five. And what you got, baby? Take us out. Like, share, and subscribe, man. I don't want to sound like everybody else, but we all family. So tell tell the rest of your friends and family about the All Just Up podcast. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. See y'all next week. Peace. You know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know. We go all in, you know, you know, now I know.